The Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, O Lord. On the last day of the festival of booths, the great day while Jesus was standing in the temple, he cried out, let anyone who is thirsty come to me and let the one who believes in me drink. As the scripture has said, out of the believer's heart shall flow rivers of living water. Now he said this about the spirit which believers in him were to receive. For as yet there was no spirit, because Jesus was not yet glorified. The Gospel of our Lord. Praise, Praise to you, Christ. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and our Lord Jesus the Christ. Amen. In the last days it will be, God declares, that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. And your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. So go the words from the prophet Joel. I think of the Everly Brothers' song, Dream, 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 dream. Yes, you know the song, right? It's a romantic song, I, I, I get that. But whenever I want you, all I have to do is dream, so goes the song. Because there's something about dreaming, isn't there? That's one of my fascinations with HGTV, the cable channel dedicated to people dreaming about transforming their houses into these magnificent, modern, functional, comfortable living spaces transformed from what was so often an outdated sometimes clumsily built floor plan, which made sense when it was built, but no longer fulfills the needs of the desires of a modern family. And so these people dream on camera, and then we, the viewing audience, get to watch what they dreamed about become a reality. If you, like me, enjoy watching HGTV, that excites you. We are poised to dream, 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 but, but the clear, uh, to be clear, our dream isn't a romantic dream. It is a dream embedded deeply in a faith expressed by sons and daughters, young men and women and old women and men coming together in this time and in this space to dream dreams. And through us, the future God has in store for Lutheran Church of Reconciliation is being transformed into becoming a new reality for the modern world. Many of you have fond memories of ministry in this place. Others new to this community have brought along with you fond memories of, of other ministries in other places that now shape who you are here. You've celebrated religious milestones and baptisms and first communions, confirmations, marriages, anniversaries, farewells and Godspeeds and funerals, memorial services, along with friendships forged in service to the world around you as is in this life of this church and the churches that we've belonged to over time shape who we are 
and our experience. Now, in many ways, the world is still emerging from the impact of the pandemic, and it is realizing that the world we knew before spring of 2020 is not quite the same world, is it? This is, a, this is bearing out to be most vividly true for the church, large sea across the world, and Elcor certainly is no exception. This congregation used to be bustling with families with the spectrum of ages represented, enjoyed by this church that had children and youth, as well as young, middle, and older adult programming. What can and will the future church look like is perhaps the question we ask ourselves today. But I want you to think about it in this context. Jesus was crucified and he was buried. And on the third day, against what the disciples and the whole world considered to be impossible odds, Jesus rose again and walked back out of his grave, which is why we proclaim Christ crucified. Christ is risen. Christ is risen indeed. Alleluia. Jesus was a new flesh and blood expression of God's eternal love, who once again restored hope to a group of men and women who had lost it when they watched Jesus die and be buried. What we learn once and for all is God's love cannot be contained, even unto death. It cannot die. Jesus' resurrection gave his followers access to a, a hope in love, as we talked about with Luke at the early the, the, mess, the children's message, that this message of love has been carried forward from generation to generation and now includes ours. Now it is our turn to ensure it keeps going against the odds we may feel are stacked against us by society and divisions that exist in our, not just our nation, but in the world, particularly if we have an eye on trying to go back to what we knew or where we came from. No, we're standing at the, the gateway of the future, just as they did in that room several millennia ago, a future that God has in store for this congregation and for the church, large C. We're being summoned to dream the impossible dream, to quote from another song about dreaming. Man of La Mancha, yes. The property houses us. We gather in this space and we worship as a community of faith. But it is also home to a bustling preschool whose graduation we celebrated this past week. Hooray, Amelia, Audrey, Augie, Kate, Charlotte, Harper, June, Katie, Lily, Mateo, Molly, Scarlett, Theo, and Theo, and Vivi, and their teacher, Emily, who's right up here. I think a round of applause is in order for this group of individuals. 
We have scouting groups. We were just approached a couple of weeks ago by Girl Scouts, and perhaps we'll have a Girl Scout um, group meeting here very shortly. AA groups, pickleball groups, TOPS, Assistance League and its associated ukulele band, and ongoing interest by other groups to utilize this facility. Isn't it our time to dream dreams? This congregation has been through so much. And it's time to put on our property brothers' thinking caps or our Chip and Joanna Gaines' eye for what a space can do and, and the way it can look if given the necessary TLC that it needs. That Holy Spirit event which took place in a room where all of the apostles had gathered so many years ago, busted open the possibilities of good news of God's love in Jesus Christ getting out there and getting motivated. So what are the possibilities of the, the Holy Spirit is advocating for us to consider right now, right here, so that we too can get motivated and like our media and communication team likes to say, strive to ensure that heaven is full. We are emerging post-pandemic into a whole new paradigm for what it means to be the church. And sometimes that's uncomfortable. But for the people of faith to express what they believe in a modern context is what God is calling us to do. It is our blessed privilege, then, to be able to, to dream of ways that we are a congregation and can live into that shifting paradigm with grace. And in so doing, driven by the whirlwind of the Holy Spirit, move the church forward into its bright future. Let us dream of ways in which we might, becoming, we might be becoming the new creation so often referenced in Scripture and in our liturgy. Let us dream of ways in which we as Easter people might rekindle the enthusiasm in this place for serving the needs of all God's people. Capital A-L-L. -L. Just as scripture describes the Spirit being poured out on all flesh. Let us dream of ways as people who are guided by hope to ensure generations of people may be impacted by the, dream, the, the dreams that we dream today and, and turning those dreams into reality, that the good news of God's love continues to influence and encourage and empower young and old women and men alike today and tomorrow and for years to come. Today is a reminder that it is the birthday of the church. So happy birthday, church. Indeed, happy birthday to this movement that begins with God's love and goes out into the future, carried by us. In Jesus' name, amen.